With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hello and welcome to the Form Lounge Trivia Maybe right around the country. Midday Friday only means one thing. As we look to the weekend's racing to try and find new winners, well, almost everywhere. We're going to look at Tasmania, Morford, Bill Rose Hill, at Caulfield, of course. Big list coming up. Gab Nutt very shortly. Matt Reed from Taz Racing very shortly as well. Tom Haylock to turn our attention up there to Rose Hill. We've got the Golden Rose up there as well. Mitch Lewis, Terry Layton, Lyndon Dunn, Jack Watts, you name it. We have it. The best bets right around the country. You can join the conversation 0499 736 736. It's 0499 736 736 or 1300 48. Is that right, Sam? I think I've got it right. Yeah, 1300 48. We're going to kick it away, though, with, uh, well, she went bang last week with a gift of the Gab. I speak of Gab Nutt from the May Eustace team. Hitatsu clings on and Hitatsu wins the derby. The first since Mahogany to do the double. We need to add into that intro. We need to, we need to get Tiz Invincible in there somewhere. Gab, hello to you. Wins a group one. If she wins a group one, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, superb performance, wasn't it, by the yeah. Tiz? She was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, no, ecstatic. Like, the way she won, she kind of, yeah, showed her class there. She she managed to settle a lot better in the run. I know it wasn't an overly fast tempo, but um, she did a few things wrong in her first two starts. It was nice to see her actually relax a little bit. Um, 1,400 was no issue. So um, onwards to the uh, flight states next weekend, and she's, Come through the run really well. She's been down at Bong Bong. She spent the week down there. She did she did tread gallop this morning, and um, we'll bring her back into Warwick Farm next week. And she'll have a nice, uh, easy stretch of the legs early in the week, and then all systems go. Shout out to those who took the six or eight dollars in the flight because you certainly won't get it now. Um, and if they'd listened, they might have taken it. So hopefully, a few people got that price for it in the flight. Let's turn our attention to the weekend though, Gab. Big teams. Uh, Rose Hill will concentrate more on. Uh, namesake um, with uh, the Magic Man aboard on in race four in the Petaluma Heritage. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a couple of handy horses in there um, that have a few wraps on them. He's a stakes winner. Uh, he's developed since his last time. Um, last prep, obviously one up in Queensland. Um very, very well-bred horse. He's a half to... Well, actually, no, a full to bank more. Um, handy horse that is down in Melbourne. Um, so, look, first up, uh, tough 
tough little race, a um, few hot horses, but um, I don't think he's out of it. He's probably in each way. Verona, you've got over the 2,400 in the uh, James Squire, Colin Stephen quality. And look, it probably gets in pretty right here. Solid draw, weight looks good. Um, last start was reasonably handy in behind Atha Bantan and Serpentine. Yeah, uh, she's just too far back last time, way too far back. Uh, she's a bit of a victim of a racing pattern, but uh, the start before that was at this track and at this distance, so can't see why she can't run another decent race. Um, now, these are the horses we want to talk about. The Golden Rose, we go to the Four King Colorado, won the JJ Atkins, beat a horse called Miracles of Love, which we see go around down at, uh, at Caulfield as well, which I'm with, but... I think King Colorado can get it done here over Cylinder. I think it is absolutely prime ready to go. What's the stable think? Well, he brings interesting form lines. Obviously, he hasn't been running against um, hasn't been running against these other Colts um, in the run to the Rose or any of those lead ups. So he's come on well since his run. First up, he had a bit of traffic there, could have arguably finished closer, trialled really well. Um, it was good to see him do that in his trial. Uh, he's well galloped on Monday. And, yeah, no, he's he's, he's spot on. So 1,400, you know, definitely um, the shortest that he wants. Uh, he'll be better if, when he gets out on over to a mile, but... Um, yeah, I think I think it's definitely a chance. Obviously, the the gate is a little bit tricky, but you can't have everything go your way. <laughs> Speaking of gates, Nadal drew thirteen, and it was a huge run over the twelve hundred in with around Cylinder and Moravia um, last start. Yeah, I know he missed the kick, and yeah, he's his own worst enemy in that race, um, which is annoying. Yeah, horrid gate. Um, I know that the team are just yeah thinking long and hard about how um, to best tackle that race. So um, the horse is well, very well. He worked very sharply on Monday. Um, he's got an electric turn of foot. Um, he'll probably run um, in the Cornwall, that being his main spring goal now. Um, but, you know, the way that he ran last start, you sort of had to roll the dice into the into the Golden Rose. Um, they you know, all finished pretty close to each other in the race. So, um, yeah, he's not there to make up the numbers. Um, Charlton Lane in race nine seems to put in a good one, bad one, good one, bad one. Um, but it was beaten <laughs> by a pretty smarty. Um, I think Reinberg, Reinberg's certainly well above that grade last start. Um, it just sort of tends to maybe his racing pattern can get hold of him a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, arguably, last start was a that was a bit of a tough watch. He had a big weight then too, um, but it was a tough watch. He's a classy horse. Um, again, he's won over this track and distance. He's travelled up well from Melbourne. Uh, arrived on Wednesday, and yeah, he's he's in with a great chance too. So there's a couple of handy handy enough horses uh, running around Rose Hill on. Saturday. What's your best? I know you've got extravagant star in race 10, but just at Rose Hill, what would your best chance be? Oh. I think I think King Colorado each way. Each way. On an each I way basis. Now, I know yeah, that you're up in Sydney 
and I know you don't like me smashing you through all these Melbourne horses, but there's a fair <laughs> few of these you've seen. You've got the Guineas Prelude. I think Centrefire looks like he's got above average ability. Yeah, yeah. The team down there, I know, rate, rate him quite highly. Um, his last two runs have been good. Uh, You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Towards the guineas, but they've got some good performances, and hopefully, yeah, he can do that. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. And then in race eight and race nine, the MRC Foundation Cup of the Underwood, you've got your Oh, look, they're all obviously very good horses. Um, Duke is probably going to be in the back half of the field. He'll be running on the other field. Or thereabouts. Oh, I'm all right, mate. Obviously some Great uh, event last night. So, um, so Friday morning, a bit tired, but we're good. We'll have to just, go yeah, in the bed I guess, watch and see how they all go. It was wonderful. Yeah, really good nights. Um, two thirds in a row sitting in Melbourne at last. Think about that tonight. Nights and uh, a great um, event. Lots of people there. So um, also be thinking it's, uh, about great success, the Metropolitan next hear. week. Hey, uh, so, let's talk um, they'll make Rose Hill. Um, I want to skip through the first few if I can. Yeah, he's, he's come back um, super. But do you um, want to start at race number three? He obviously had a long time off, which everyone knows about. Yeah, I think Mark is the horse to beat here. And I'm surprised she didn't open favourite. Yeah, I think she's um, a much better bit than Hagerty Yu. I know Hagerty Yu loves winning and beat Marquez home last start, Miles, but uh, Marquez opened a bigger price and meets Hagerty Yu better at the weight and gets Zach Lloyd on. Tyler Schiller and Zach Lloyd drops four kilos, lets the winner two and a half kilos better at the weight. Luger this afternoon is metres up to 1,800 metres last start. She now has a better grounding. I love what she did in the last 100 metres. I've got her mark favourite. I'm going to back her. She's trying to keep your form intact and just go to Golden rather than shopping on the weekend. Hey, appreciate your time as always, Gab. Go well. I'm concerned by uh, Royal Tribute hey, um, now. Yeah. 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 I think, so I think Royal Tribute leads uh, Osmosis. I think that's where the race ends. Um, when they met bet. on oh, first up, yes, it was um, that Osmosis was, that was had that run under the belt where he met Royal Tribute, who was on debut. The table's turned on Royal Tribute came out and had the run under the belt. Osmosis hasn't, so there's a little tick for Royal Tribute. We've got Waterhouse spots are absolutely flying with Tim a brilliant jockey on leaders against Bjorn Baker first up. Doesn't have a great record with Race King on. So I'd rather be with Waterhouse Bot and Tim Clark. I think I've got a better horse. I'm very scared of Royal Tribute. If I was forced to bet, I'd be having something Royal Tribute just because he's a better price. Yeah, tough one. Race number five. It's a long time. Look, you and I have a chat, but how have you been, my friend? How is it down in the Arona? Hope for the best. Very, very Nothing good. For me. Um, um, pretty average race. Down here. We're, we're this in one a out and have a, have a cup of tea at 2.10 two in this two to go. Uh, and, uh, Lonnie Knight race returns in a, in a fortnight from today. So, um, um, a premium product she's a belter, in Lonnie Knight. So we've got a lot more Friday nights. Who have you got? Season, but really thought, looking forward to getting um, back up there bet, to Launceston and, and back on the grass. She's a belter. So back to Devonport Sunday. Uh, Bear's chances. been 
sort of odd incredibly to say, 50, tough 50 race. Pairs, but we need someone got. to really grab um, Herrera on a Chris Waller runner, Ryan Moore on a Chris Waller, Waller runner, and Nashville. He doesn't like Devon Ball. Six with Fiona. Jockeys don't help you out there. Got no idea who he's met. It's not his favourite surface. Who's the key rider there? Devon Ball. Also got. Well, they're all coming from the same race. The one point two late in the first. It was a weird race where the leaders just capitulated there and they make ground uh, from the tail. Eagles um, has returned with a couple of really good runs in that campaign. She actually led the mark in uh, Hobart and then last time she came behind the leaders, had a run of the race. The three class horses in the race, but I've got no idea. Race 7, the Whiskey Shannon, I'm all about Waterford. And she's actually the only Cape Bred Jonas eligible in what is a... Start. The race. other one's so coming the for benchmark race again, and we're in Byronville. It's an awful race. Runner, so this is a group two, and you've got two horses that are facing their last life, start. So we'll start the day uh, with our best in group two. Cross Talk can bounce back off the plane run first. I'll go back and... Uh, think Cylinder's a better 1,200-meter horse. Um, oh, I think he had favours there. I know he's held up and worked too late, but that's not a bad way to ride this horse. I'm happy to be with the fresh blood and the different form, and I'm having something Shinzo. He, he's got to overcome a, a bad record of slipper winners, but this is a horse that improved every start last year. He defied bias. He was enormous in the tail, then he won the slipper. I think he's going to be yeah, a race better three-year-old. Yeah, race two, number five, a wee nip. The risk of repeating myself. I think this is a race That's quality trial. Uh, I think Mondiani. it's the horse to beat. So and I'm also having something number four, King Colorado. Tommy Tuclay, level stacking them for a nice few miles. Getting three dollars about the double there. So you can take one of those two and both of those two and get three dollars. Probably my next best race two, number five, a wee nip. Are they going to be the two or have you got something a bit wider for us? Um, well, let's give you a bit of value. We'll the go only at the danger. other end of the program. Uh, yep, Milo that's fair. Race. I haven't uh, got a huge three level the last uh, couple of races field, there. So I've got I a couple think for we'll you. Sort of get cricket um, score odds or anything uh, like that. Caulfield, um, if you want them as well, Milo. Yeah, yeah, between yes, runs last start, and I think um, told, I'm pretty confident Red Card will win. Red Card will win. Bloomed a win early in the straight. Listed winner in Adelaide last start. I think he's stripped fitter and gets the run of the race. We'll probably be third or fourth in the market. Rouge. Um, and race nine, favorite. I really so think, think a bit of value in the last race, eight, eight number three, malevolence. I love his trials. Uh, Matty, appreciate up, your time. As always, my friend, miles. we love our Tats um, racing on Sunday. Um, look, hopefully we get a few home. And uh, we'll check the next one. 11.48 at the end thanks, of 1,800 metres. Matty Reid, yeah, thanks to Tats Racing. We love the team down here. We're going to jump to the big break on the other side of this. Tommy Haylock to run through. Sydney Roy has chimed in about Caulfield. We'll get to Mitchell Lewis in a little while. A play more to come. And I think you can get the chocolates in the Underwood there, Mark. Yeah, You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Yes, scary horse alligator blood on the, on the back up for that stable, but um, had every chance by start and something had to run second behind Mr. Brightside. But uh, I think this, without a fight, it's a, a serious horse and it can be uh, top five horses in the country. 
at the end of the spring. Uh, just repeating your best bets, Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, pretty keen without a fight there. Race nine at Caulfield at number eight without a fight. Uh, Caulfield race three, number one, red card, and something to place with Donces Rouge. Um, I think Stepati wins, but uh, won't make him a special. And pretty keen the Tommy Two play. Uh, race eight in the Golden Rose at Rose Hill. Shinzo and King Colorado and Marquez earlier on the program. Race three there, I think, can win. Tommy, you're a star, mate. Uh, look forward to having a, a drink with you over the weekend. Thanks, mate. Going to go have a nap now. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Tom Haylock there from Betfair. Go and have a nap. He must have had a couple at the function last night. Hey, we're going to jump to the news on the other side of this. Mitch Lewis, Terry Layton, Lyndon Dunn, all still to come. This is the Form Lounge on a Friday. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzson with you, wherever you may be, right around the country. 0499 736 736. It's 0499 736 736. I'm now joined, well, I'm going to, hopefully I can be joined by, I've had a little bit of a tech malfunction here, joined by the superstar all the way over from South Australia. His name is Mitchie Lewis. Hello to you, Mitchie. Hello, mate. Yeah, have you got me there? Yeah, I've got you. I've got you. Just had a bit Beautiful. of a technical function. Yeah, I here. can hear you. Yeah, well, hopefully you can. Hey, uh, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. I hope you're going all right. I hope your week was pretty good. Um, if we cross ourselves here, I think I've got a little bit of a delay, so just ignore that, listeners out there. But, yeah, uh, I'm well. Hope you're well. Hey, uh, let's turn our attention straight to Caulfield, if we can. Is there a few races there you want to touch on? Yeah, there's a couple at Caulfield that I'm pretty happy to have a look at. Um my sort of better bets are oh, look, race six, number 10, Amenable. I think Amenable is going to be really hard to beat. Uh, we've, we've completely lost the price on that horse, but that could be one that you want to toss into your multis for the multiplayers yep. out there. Fully race seven, there. number three. Yep, sorry about that. This will be this delay. We're going to cross ourselves a little bit. Um, Two-horse race, race seven, I think. V8 and Stepati, but I'm in team Stepati in this one. I loved his first up run at Moody Valley. He, he just sort of coasted and did it really, really easy on a track that I don't think really suited him. I think he'll find a prime position in the middle of the straight here at Caulfield. And he was a huge improver second up last prep. I think he can do that again. But V8 is the clear danger for me. Yeah, I'm probably shopping V8. Um, and uh, and and the party will start too short for me. But they are the two. I think Centrify is the one other one that, that can get it done there. In the MRC Foundation Cup... Look, probably happy to play floating artist a bit. No, I wouldn't be going big in that race. I'm the exact same as you. I thought that is one of the messiest race maps I've seen in a long time. Anybody I was half keen on is draw, geez, right out in the sticks there. So <laughs> rough as that one. But yeah, I agree. Floating artist on top. Uh, and then in the Underwood, I just said to Tommy Haylock, without a fight in Sulcombe, I'm going to have a nibble at I'm going to risk alligator blood. Yeah, I was with Alligator Blood, um, but I'm not diving headfirst into him because I think without a fight, he's going to be a star horse this spring and probably same for Sulkham. I, I just sort of thought Alligator Blood with his fitness edge, he, he won this race last year. He could potentially put a few of these stays to the sword early because you know he'll run at a pretty nice sort of clip. And he, he ran a big race last week. He was just beaten by a dead set star. Hey, uh, back to race five. One of the ones I really do like. There's a horse in here called Miracle of Love. 
Uh, this is done deal um, out of Miss Finland. Ran second to King Colorado in a JJ Atkins. Um, I'm with King Colorado in the north, and I've got to be with Miracle of Love here. I reckon this horse is going to be close enough to my best of the day. Yeah, I've got Miracle in Love on top in this race. It was probably just a little bit of a race that there's a few little question marks for me that stopped me wanting to push it as the best bet, but it was a clear on top selection for me. Yeah, and then I'm run through the first three. Shock them over, I think, wins the first. Um, I think First Immortal wins the second, and I think Red Card wins the third. I think they're all pretty solid to uh, pretty solid favourites. They're the exact same first three for me, so the early quaddy type play there. Yep, rightio. Morfordville, let's go over there, and I think we line up on a couple here. I want to start with race two, number one, Bulls on Parade. We saw the win last time. Um, it had no right to win that, and I think should be winning again. No, that's correct. I've got him on top. You, you just don't see him win like that on debut too often, so he's clearly got a motor under the tank, and from barrier four, if he sits a little bit more handy today, he potentially would be very hard to stop. Um, where are you going next? Do you want to go to Wine Baron, race three, number four? Yeah, this is my best bet of the day. I just sort of... I really like Wine Baron um, first up here. The trials have been handy enough. I thought his last prep was super. So what's he back in the BM64 today, is it yet? He, he was second to Party Princess in the Adelaide Guineas last start. So huge form lines. I thought he was super first up. Now, I've got something for you, Fitz. Just let's not tell Gareth I've saved you the uh, Prime 1 info. But Michael Hickmont this season, he's had 32, 30 runners. 12 wins, he's striking at 40%, and he's got a return on investment of 145. He's a stable at the minute that he's dead set flying. So we're giving the good gear out here today on um, the form lounge. I reckon he's one that you can follow with a bit of confidence tomorrow. Absolutely love you holding that over for me. Um, you remember where it all started. <laughs> 30, 30 starts, 12 winners, 145%. Bulls on parade and wine baron. You got anything else, Sarah Morfittville, for us? Yeah, I don't mind race six, number four, Chicago Storm. He's third up here today. I thought his first up win was pretty handy. And then he was second behind Lord Vlad of Vodstock, and that was just a monster run. So he, Lord Vlad would have beaten anyone that day. He's up to the 1,400. He's a winner over the 1,400. Absolutely loves the park track. And Jason Holder takes the ride. I think he can race pretty handy from his draw, and he'll be in the right position on the park track, I think, going to favour on speedrunners today. Uh, Mitchie, appreciate your time as always, my friend. I'll chat to you again next week. Thank you, mate. Good luck out there, punters, and I hope you have a good weekend, Fitz. I'll chat to you soon. Thanks, Mitch Lewis here from Form Guy Breakdowns. He's a star. You can go follow him at Form Guy Breakdowns uh, or at Mitch Lewis 101 on Twitter. It's a free service he has there. Um, speaking of superstars, uh, we love this man. He's just nothing short of a weapon. Good to have him back. Jerry Layton, hello, buddy. Hello, Miles Fitzner. How are we? I'm good. 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 Good to have you back, my friend. Yeah, it's good to it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Two weeks away is is enough. I'm ready to snap, crackle, and punt now, Miles. Snap, crackle, and punt. Well, it's not the greatest of cards. I know that we we are holding on for the changeover. <laughs> We've, like we come into a almost a dead set stinker, in my opinion. Um, what have you managed to find? Yeah, this is a this is a proper protest card. I, I don't want to I don't want to play anything. This is um yeah this is as bad as it gets. We're talking five. Well, there's been scratching, so we're talking a lot of five and six horse fields. A lot of those 
runners who maybe last start was on the dirt or last start was there was extended nominations. So there's a lot of runners that don't even want to be going around, but they're going around because if they run fifth or sixth, they get two grand, and that's party time for a lot of where these horses are at. They can't run top ten midweek. So uh, thin old card miles. Um, it gave me the feel of a card. So we, we've got a, a track that's it's nice weather in Perth all week. We're at the three meter pad, which has been our fairest pad. So it should be, with small fields, uh, fairly distinctive markets. The markets are all pretty accurate at the moment. It should lend itself to a lot of favourites winning, I think. Um, Red 53 looked probably the best of the favourites. Would that be fair? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Miles. I, I thought, hang on, usually once they win sort of three or four in a row or quite a few in a prep, you go, okay, they're, they're probably close to their mark now. But um, Red, Red 53 has found another race where it maps brilliantly. Uh, it's coming off um, a win against Costa Zeta, who it's uh, had five more kilos, and I don't think any of these are as good as Costa Zeta. Um, and the win before that was against Magnificent Andy, and Magnificent Andy's obviously come out, one with the bar shoes on the scenes, probably goes around close to favourite in a Hannon's in a couple of weeks' time. Um, yeah, just just maps nicely. Just looks a really, really good race. I was, I think all the best I can do is probably give you my prices for a lot of these favourites, and you go from there. I'm a flat even money red fifty three, and um, I think there's still some low twos available. My my feel is red fifty three has wobbled a little bit late in betting, so don't be afraid to wait until late. You might see some two sixty two seventy. So um, that that's what I'd be doing red fifty three. But I, I'm with you there. Looks probably looks the best bet on the card. And how about we see the return of my old mate Apple? Snaps back from Broome. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah, us back? yeah they, you remember they got him. They yeah. got him going. They got him going. Certainly. Yeah, did. I'd be surprised. Uh, I'd be surprised if he's uh, impacting there. He still can't get out the gates, which is his problem. He used to be a, a nice horse back in Perth when he could jump, run, and lead him along. But um, he just isn't jumping. So if you start seeing him jumping again, he might be worth consideration but, in time. But until then, he's going to struggle to win one unless it's uh, unless it's on the brown stuff. Race five, number two, Colossal. Yeah, should be winning. I actually spoke to one of the owners. I told you there was extended noms, so I'm a little bit wary about some of these horses coming in or freshen ups, whether this was the plan or they've gone, hang on, there's only five horses in this. Let's go around even if we're half fit. I can tell you the Colossal had always planned to go to this race. I have since found that out. So, I mean, on, on class, Colossal's got to be pretty hard to beat. Pikey could probably just sit last to five and should be able to round them up. But the one thing I'll say about Colossal is how many times has it gone around favourite at about $2.50 um, in its last five, six runs and been beaten? I'd say about three or four times. So, slightly wary of that factor. But, yeah, it, it should be winning miles. It should be very hard to beat. I mean, yeah, race, race, Three horse number three, Masamune, finally gets back to the racetrack. Um, lots of speed in that. Uh, only one horse has won a race, and then that's auspicious. Who's so probably at best going to breeze uh, up to twelve hundred a query. So that looks a pretty weak race. I'm I'm two dollars thirty, um, Masamune. That's one I was probably going to tip you along with, along with Red Fifty Three. But yeah, as I said, it looks looks very favourite heavy. All right. Well, we'll just stick to Masamune, Red Fifty Three, and maybe smaller nibbles the rest. And then when we start to fire up and get closer, how far away are the Hannans? Uh, Hannans is two weeks away on Wednesday. So uh, poor old Halatori and his, uh, my horse is battling a bit at the moment. But uh, Clint was telling us while it was a soft five on the weekend, he said it felt more like a heavy eight. So it might be worth keeping that in mind for some horses that do prefer to be um, 
on top of the ground. I will actually we've got one I am backing one at a bit of a price on Saturday and I'll just we'll just throw it out there. Race number four mile, there's a horse called Californication who is a nice horse, uh, but it's going around two dollars thirty at the moment. Now it had every chance in the world um at its most recent run. It's for a trainer who wouldn't have had a winner in the city for for years and years and years. Lisa Staples doesn't ride too many city winners. She wrote a, a ten out of ten last night, don't get me wrong, but it still couldn't get the job done and somehow it's being supported into two dollars thirty. I mean the form around it was horses like Kisses from Kelly, a last start maiden winner or a class one winner. Costa del Santo went around at two hundred to one. These are the horses in the finish. So I'm looking at a point of difference and you got Mystery Moment maybe coming across. Oh have we lost him? We might have lost him too. Bit of gremlin in the system. Um Terry you're there. Uh I'm not sure exactly what's happened there, but I think we might have just lost Terry Layton. So um What we might do is we'll go to a break. We'll come back with Terry's tip there, his value tip on the other side of this. This is the Form Lounge, 0499 736 736. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you wherever you are right around the country. Apologies about that little tech difficulty. We're doing our absolute best here. I think it's we've got shows going on everywhere, and um, for some reason it just decided to drop out. Um, let's go to Lyndon Dunn to talk all things football. Well, that's the thing about. That's what I like about. Yeah, that's the thing about. The thing about. I speak of Lyndon Dunn. Hello to you, Dunny. Not sure what's happening here, but um, I'm just hoping that I've got Lyndon Dunn there. Have I got you down the line? I don't think I've got Dunny down there, but we're just waiting to see if we can get it. Just a slight tech difficulty, but we'll just see whether or not we've got him. Um, See if we've got him now. Dunny, you there? Yeah, mate. Oh, sorry. Hello. How are you, my friend? Good, how are you? Yeah, good. I um, yeah, well, I think we had an OB line down to SA, but obviously it is not running. Hey, um, not bad on the footy last week. What are you expecting this week? We start with the Giants and the Pies tonight. Yeah, uh, obviously, well, second biggest weekend of the year in footy and prelims of the games that you want to be at. Uh, you've got two teams with with uh, all the supporters there following two teams. You said I think there's going to be about ninety thousand Collingwood supporters there tonight, mate. So. Um, it's going to play a huge factor, but the Orange Tsunami are playing some great footy. They certainly are. I don't know. I'm smelling like there could be a little bit of an upset. Is a ruck battle an interesting one? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I reckon Briggs has been he's been huge for the Giants this year, and his shoulder was a bit crook last week, and no surprise that he's got up because he's a beast of a man. Uh, but Big Coxie and uh, Darcy Cameron will be into him all night. That's, they've been a really great ruck combination this year. For me, the, the bigger matchups on the ground are Maynard going to Toby Green. I think that'll happen. Uh, Brozzi's done a good job in the past, and Toby is arguably the most informed player at the comp at the moment, leading his side so well. Uh, big Darcy Moore will go to Jesse Hogan. Uh, Hogs has probably surprised a few this year. I played with him at Melbourne when he was a just a, a wee baby. He was still a big baby back then, but his work rate in, to get up and down the ground and his smarts around goal have been huge for the Giants as well. Hey, um, so what's your tip at Collingwood Giants? Who wins? 
No, I'm going with the Pies. I just think the Pies forward pressure is going to be too great. Uh, they're going to squash the Giants in their front half and, and the crowd's going to get the Pies over the line tonight. All right. What about um, Carlton and Brisbane? Interesting game. It's going to be an old-fashioned shootout up there, in my opinion. No pain. Um, therefore, that the defences, maybe the size of the Brisbane defence may get tested? Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, Harris Andrews is probably one of my favourite defenders in the comp. He'll he'll probably go to Big Charlie, I think. And, you know, you've got Harry Mackay coming back in and obviously straightens the Blues right up. I think he didn't have his best game in the first final. Uh, but he's a super player and expect him to, to play well. The only question I've got is four changes going into a prelim. Uh, and none of them forced. They're, uh, they're all omissions. Um, clearly, you get Mackay and Martin back in and young Jordan Boyd's coming in as well, which is going to be uh, a big thrill for that young man. But I just don't know if you need that many changes uh, going into a prelim. Uh, obviously, Bossy and the boys know behind closed doors what's happening, but Brisbane are going to be very, very tough to beat up there. Uh, and I just think they, they go a little bit deeper all over the ground. All right, your tip uh, between the Carlton and the Brisbane... Yeah, I'm going with Brisbane, mate. I think Brisbane, oh, it's been a long time coming. This Brisbane team's been up and about for a few years now and fallen short, but oh, I expect them to get it done tomorrow night. But having said that, the Blues have got the, the, the runs on the board and the form uh, to, to go with, and they played well last week. So I expect a huge game, but Brisbane just. Dunning, appreciate your time as always, mate. We'll see you over the weekend. Thanks, Milo. Lyndon Dunn there with a good look at the footy games on the weekend. Quick break. My best bet's on the other side of this. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you wherever you may be right around the country. 04-1970-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670-3670